I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome back to After Reality. It's your host, Courtney Robertson here. And that's a wrap on the show for 2023. This is my last episode until next year. And I just want to say it's been my favorite project. I've loved working on this. And I've got some great guests lined up for 2024. So stay tuned. But a huge thanks to everybody for tuning in and for all the kind words. I love the community. I love getting positive messages from you guys. So I'm really glad that you've been enjoying what I've been pouring my heart into. And I want to say thanks to Chad and Lizzie from Game of Roses my husband who makes it possible when I'm out at night in the man cave doing final edits and he's given the kids baths he's just been my number one fan and my dad who lets me crash at his house to record when I need some silence so um, anyway we've got some fun stuff coming up next year and I hope everybody has a happy holiday I can't believe Christmas is next week who's ready I'm ready for it to be over. (laughs) Okay, I tease, but seriously, I'm bleeding money. Uh, Santa is bringing Joaquin a tricycle for Christmas, and Paloma's getting a bounce house. And uh, I, I will say it's really special. I look forward to Christmas morning and seeing my kids, you know, see their presents under the tree. It's it's really really special. Brings the magic back into the holidays for sure. And speaking of trees, I think I might have gotten mine a little bit too early this year. It is as crisp as a critter. It's The house smells really good, but man, holy fire hazard. All right, you guys. So today we have a fun episode for you. It's action-packed, and these two are former WWE wrestlers. They are total powerhouses. They are household names, and they have a combined social media following of over 20 million. So I sure hope you enjoy the last episode of the year. How bad would it be if I didn't hit record? Because <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Today's guests are total powerhouses. They are former pro WWE wrestlers. They're mothers. They're podcast hosts. They own a wine label. New York Times bestselling authors. That's right. 
and TV host of Twin Love. It is the Total Bella stars, Nikki and Brie Garcia. Hey guys, you two can really roll with the punches. I am so excited to have you. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good. We live in Napa Valley, so I feel like you're never having a bad day. No, I was going to ask where you guys were. I just thought you were in Disneyland. Praise be. I'm like, bless your hearts. That's (laughs) you guys travel a lot. You guys were just celebrating overseas before your 40th birthday. Congratulations. Happy belated birthday. You, my daughter was born on your birthday. Oh, no, no way. way. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good day. She's very sassy, though. I don't know if that's a, a Scorpio Our thing. Scorpio thing. <laughs> I don't know. No, very much a Scorpio thing. But it's a good thing because then she'll always know what she wants and she'll go for it. Yeah. Oh, great. I can't wait for that. That sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. It's actually probably scary as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh yeah. She's got a dad wrapped around her finger already. So, well, you guys, thanks for hopping on. You have, I am so impressed by you. I listened to your podcast. I have read your book. We have a mutual friend. Uh, we have a lot in common. We're both, we both grew all of us grew up in Arizona. Uh, we graduated the same year, 2002, and we, we all love wine. So, and we've done reality TV. So what could go what could go wrong? I love Brie. You were celebrating your 40th at the Montalucia. That's like heaven on earth to me. Isn't um, it the best? I think it's oh. one of the best spas. I agree with you. It is. I, I've like tried to promote them, hoping that they'll like give me like a <laughs> you know, like a little free uh, something. I, no, they don't need no. it. <laughs> yeah, but I know they don't even give me any free anything. But I will say I feel like they have the best masseuses there. They're massages. I'm always like my mom and I, when we walked out, we looked at each other and we're like, that was the best massage ever. But I told my mom, I go, I feel like I say that every time I walk out of Mona Lucia. I'm like, that's the best massage ever. Do you guys talk during massages? Because I always go in and I like, sometimes I fall asleep and I'm always like, I'm not going to talk because I really want to enjoy this. And I always end up chatting the whole time. So I don't talk, but if they talk to me, I do talk back. And in my head, I'm always like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. I just want to fall asleep and enjoy. Yeah. But I'm a people pleaser. So right. Same. I answer and then I instantly care about them, not myself. Yeah. But so. the, key, the key is to like, just Go, give uh, up. Mm-hmm, 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 okay. That helps me out a lot because, and I will even preface it. Like you guys, I have two kids at home. Like this is a total treat for me. Like I'm, I'm sorry. No apologies. I apologies. I might fall asleep during the massage. So that's, that's a good tip. And then my best friend and I will go there and I'll be, I'll walk out and be like, I talk the whole time. (laughs) I ruined it. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you do that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like if you're slow to answer, they know you're like falling asleep. Yeah, right. Or if you go what, and they're like, yeah, this yeah. one is like, okay, we go what? Yeah, <laughs> huh? I need that in my life. Well, it is a great little spot. My husband, um, he'll get me like a night to myself there. Like he'll just book me a room. Oh. He got me that for Valentine's Day, and. I just went, I ordered room service. It was a little, I was like, should I invite my girlfriends? And I was like, no, I just need to unplug. I actually did a podcast the next day. It was glorious. But anyway, switching gears. Um, I did see my husband, by the way. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. He's he's, really good. His love language is like gift giving, which has never been mine. But like, (laughs) do 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 you like gift giving? 
I do like I'm good at gift giving, but I like receiving. We should have said my love language is gift receiving. <laughs> That's how you I see. I don't like it doesn't really translate for me. Like he'll like go out of his way and like buy me like the most extravagant things. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like he bought me a Louis Vuitton wallet for my birthday. And I was like, I mean, I, I didn't want it. Wasn't on my radar. So I saw you guys were on uh, uh, Kelly live recently and you were talking about your birthdays and your amazing trip looked incredible. How is Kelly Ripa? I'm dying to know because I personally don't like her. She made fun of me so bad during my season of The Bachelor. Like really went hard in the paint on me. And I'm like, how is she in real life? Because I used to watch her on All My Children growing up, but you guys killed it. I was curious if you ever get nervous doing live interviews like that and how she is in real life. Yeah. So it's (laughs) crazy because she's actually my favorite person to go interview with. Yeah. Out of everyone we ever interview with, she's definitely like number one, because every time we've interviewed with her, we always have a really great experience. And when the cameras are off, she always gives Nicole and I great tips, like just advice about life and you little like things to like, kind of just leave with. And you could tell, like, you know, sometimes when you're being interviewed by someone, you could tell whether they're into the conversation or not she's always for someone, especially at her level. And like the times that we've gone in, I'm like, she's really into what we're talking about. And she's always like made us feel that way. And so I've always been like, Kelly's like Bree said, like one of my favorites to go on. Wow. Oh, that's nice to hear. I'm glad that, and she does come across that way. Well, happy belated birthday. I I just turned 40 as well this past July. Welcome to the club. It's been amazing. I've always been excited to turn 40. So yeah. were you scared at all? No, I was ready. I was scared because my husband really wanted a third and I was kind of okay with two. And then I was like, if it doesn't happen by the end of the year, I'm just going to say no, pumpkin, no. And then it happened like the month after my 40th. Cause I had like a big trip planned to the Ritz Carlton and Marina. And I was like, I had the best time and I drank, everybody was there. And then I think the month later it was like, okay, all right, here, here comes the baby. <laughs> Wow. Well, at least you got to enjoy your 40th birthday. Oh, I had a blast, you guys. Oh my God. I was a little little bit dusty. Um, So anyway, you guys grew up in Arizona. I probably saw you guys bopping around Fashion Square Mall. I I think you graduated from Chaparral. I graduated from Arcadia. Oh no. Um, Wait, you graduated from Arcadia 2002? Yeah, 2002. And so you knew Carly, Carly Carly Christensen. So we yes. played soccer together. We were super close. Yeah, I know. I've heard you guys were like pro soccer's. I know. I I know a lot about you because I've read your book. And oh. yeah, I mean, we have a lot of people in common. And uh, Bree, I have to tell you, um, you know, I read I read your book obviously, and I I knew Bear as well. I was actually at his service. So. Um, oh my- Oh. Yes. And uh, Luke, I don't know if you know Luke Roberts, but yeah. he wanted he wanted me to tell you hi. He just got a new tattoo. He wanted me to show you the artwork. Um, but I was there. Um, that's incredible. Can you please tell Luke to reach out to me? He just sent me Give his number. To, he he okay, I sure will. He just said yeah, because we lost touch. Yeah, so did I. He was like my best friend in high school, but he said, show her this artwork. She'll know what it means. He just had this. Oh my God, I do. That's incredible. That gives me goosebumps. I know. Sorry, I was going to save that towards the end. But yeah, he got it on his neck. He was like, tell her hi. Look at him. 
He's, oh, a, he's he looks so good. Yeah, he he's looks so good. Yeah. He owns like a CrossFit and he just sold it. And now he's a firefighter living in Texas. But so was, I was good friends with him. And so I was there. So my heart, you know, I he was yeah. I knew Bear. He was a, a good guy. One of my best friends went uh, to grade school and high school with him. So oh my gosh, wow, small world. It really is, but you're, we're going to talk about your book as well, but let's, let's like, you guys have had such an incredible career. I wanted to start off by talking to you guys about twin love, um, which is, I've been loving it. I've only watched a couple episodes and you guys are the hosts of twin love. It's on Amazon and freebie, which by the way, there are so many platforms now and you're the hosts of it. Can you tell uh, our listeners a, a little bit about the premise and and how much you love hosting because it's kind of like switching gears for you guys you just uh stepped away from wwe what in march right yeah. right march yeah and you know so twin love it's it's a dating show but it's with 10 identical twin sets and it's really cool they come to do this experience together but when they get there on their first day nikki and i split them up and they go into two separate houses so they have one, I guess you'd say one twin goes into Nikki's house. The other twin goes into Bree's house. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to split them up so that the twins found love on their own. So you get to see these twins not only find love on their own, but it's kind of like a dating social experiment where you also see if the twins do the same thing in the same situations. That's so interesting. Ruin a lot for people, but a lot of them do. But I'll have Nicole elaborate a little more on it. Well, no, it's just, it's, you know, I am obsessed with reality dating TV. Um, I'm such a dating show junkie. And so being like Love Island UK is like one of my top. And then when the creators of Love Island UK, so ITV came to us and was like, we're creating the show with Amazon Prime. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like my world's colliding. And what's <laughs> a show about twin love? And maybe you've noticed in the first few episodes is we're not just the typical dating show. Like you see the social experiment behind it and the heart and the true growth in these twins. So we're also trying to take science based off identical twins. Cause you have to be an identical twin to be on the show. Not fraternal has to be identical. And to see this journey, I think a lot of people don't understand it till they watch twin love of like the separation anxiety, but also like not feeling the need to find who right. they should spend the rest of their life with because they feel like they already have that person. And, so I think it's really neat. And then of course we have to throw in though the typical dating reality twist. So we have our own bombshells and then <laughs> Bree and I towards the end of the season, we throw everyone back in the same house. So the twins that have found love, we're like, okay, now let's see the true test. So throw them all back in the house with their twins. Yes. Cause twins are judgy. Like we judge yeah, each other's yeah. person they date. So we knew it was possessive of each other, yeah. different things. So a lot of opinions. <laughs> It's well, isn't that most sisters? I mean, I judge yes, my sister, you know, yeah. I gave, I was a tough love sister, my, but we're not twins, but I think that's so interesting because like, yeah. And watching the first couple ones, just the science behind it was fascinating. Like most, right. I didn't even know, like most twins got married later in life. And right. I mean, just those little details that are in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. So, but I have to say, so when you say like Bree's house and Nikki's house, were you guys living in the houses, like fly yeah. on the walls? Okay. I mean, flies on the walls through cameras, but yeah. we weren't like, <laughs> even better. You know, <laughs> exactly. Um, we went and visited every day. Yeah. yeah. And so, but the twins, they were just fully in their zone. Um, in their own space, living, they had no cell phones, two drinks, 
to drink minimum. So there was no drink, like getting drunk, no getting drunk or anything. It was just purely having to get to know people, the pure you. Oh, and so like when they have like your, your twins, your twins, is it like more aligned with your personalities? Because I know you guys have talked very openly about like how your, your personalities are different. So did they kind of match, you know, uh, Nikki, you up with the ones that are a little bit more, a little naughty or what? (laughs) I totally have the sassy house. Like (laughs) when everyone up, Brie and I were like, okay, they totally found out of the twins, the Nikki and threw them in my house and the Brie and threw them. And I was like, oh, I have the house lovers. They were all (laughs) so sensitive sensitive and and, yeah. And mine were feisty and strong and stubborn (laughs) and sassy, but but my house, I mean, they all were so entertaining, but we kicked a lot of ass because of course we had competitions and our competitions are actually really fun because it deals with, we would make the twins compete against each other, but they never could see each other. Right. So it made our competitions very interesting, um, but we kicked a lot of ass. Oh, I cannot wait till I'm going to just binge watch it. I love binging a good show. Is there yeah. like a prize at the end or an engagement or okay. not say, Okay. Yeah. There's a prize, a good one. So and they then, can win money. And then we have a twist with that, which I won't get a giveaway. I'll make you guys watch till the very end. Um, so we throw a crazy twist with the money that the finalists will win. That's a very hard decision for the person to make. Jeez Louise. Oh, okay. That This is like, it sounds like uh, every amazing reality star like came together and made twins and made <laughs> an epic show. Yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah. And How fun. Yeah. We were getting like amazing reviews when it came out. And by journalists who, you know, had their own perspective of what that concept, yeah, genre would be. And they were all just like blown away because it was all those feels wrapped in one. It was like, okay, so I feel something, I'm learning something, I'm watching a journey and growth. And I get to watch what reality dating shows give you. So right. You get it all in one show. Well, and I actually have to say the reviews on Nikki and I hosting, I was really happy about because it's Nikki's second time hosting a show. She hosts Barmageddon and it was my first time being in that type of hosting role. But, you know, Nikki and I, we just really understood the twins. We felt them. So hosting that show just felt so natural for us Mm -hmm. to do because we put ourselves in their shoes. Like we've been there. We've done it. You know, and they probably felt more comfortable being able to open up to you because you get it on such a deeper level. Whereas I, yeah, I have a sister, but I mean, being a twin is pretty epic. And I have to circle back on the fact that, uh, did your mom, did she, it was a different time, but did she really not know she was pregnant with twins until you were yeah. born? Yeah. Right. No idea. Cause she was a teen pregnancy. So you had to pay for ultrasounds and they didn't. So they did everything by heartbeat. Wow. So just sound of us. Yeah. So she just figured she was having a big baby boy. <laughs> wild. That is so wild. Wow. Can you imagine? Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and, we when and Nikki, you were born first, like 16 minutes yeah. earlier. And yeah. and, and Brie, they cut the umbilical cord and then you came out like, surprise, I'm here. They saved the best for last. Oh, you guys. She always uh, says that from like day one. That's like her. That's what I would do. Like miracle baby, save the best for last. Like, okay, older, wiser, whatever. Your mom must have been like shocked. I hope you've had her on the podcast. Our mutual friend Carrie said that she's just like incredible and like so beautiful. And 
Well, I'm so excited to finish watching Twin Love. I have the kids, so it's a little bit hard to binge watch, but I, I'm going to get to it. I started that, started it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so yeah. good. And yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. So, and also, it wasn't exactly your first time hosting together because I know you guys hosted a group date on Michelle Young's season of The Bachelor. Yeah. You oh, did yeah. like the teddy bear, <laughs> uh, what was it, like a wrestling match? I don't even know what they call it. Yeah, it was like a teddy bear. What is it here? I think I have it. Uh, it teddy bear takedown. That's teddy what it- bear takedown. <laughs> so did oh. you guys, do you guys watch The Bachelor? Was that like a just guy from the sky? Like, hey, come on and host. Or do you guys enjoy the oh. show? Yeah, so I used to watch a lot. Um, Artem and I would do it together. Um, it was like a fun little date thing for us. And then I would watch... I. I haven't, I watched actually some of the golden bachelor, which I really enjoyed, but so I think, cause I talked about it and then went on Caitlin's podcast a few times and talked yeah, about it. Love Caitlin. Yeah. yeah. She's so great. Um, that one of the, would it be producers? I think they'd be called also worked on Bella's. So they were like, Nikki's a fan, you know, and like, I worked with her. They'd be great for this. Let's make it like SmackDown. So it was that producer that had brought us on. Um, and it was really fun. I really loved Michelle. Uh, she was such a strong, beautiful woman. And so, yeah, it was interesting because being on set, so we were still kind of coming out of those COVID days and all that. Oh yeah. So we were in quarantine for a while. So, I mean, they were all living in their own bubble in a very private, I mean, the hotel was empty in Palm Springs, yeah. like this huge resort. She kind of got ripped off. They didn't get the luxury travel. Right. No. I agree. I know. Yeah. But I just remember being backstage and we were, when we were sitting there watching, I was just like, I met her backstage at one point, just like solo. And then when I saw the guys, I actually, I told Nicole, I'm like, I don't know if any of them are right for her. Like, <laughs> just kind of there's felt- that judgy sister thing right there. <laughs> super judgy. And I kind of was just thinking to myself, like, I don't know, like I was looking at all of them and like their personalities and they are all super fun and super sweet, but yeah. I was picturing them with something different enough. Yeah. Yeah. They kind well, of felt like yeah. going on, but there's a lot of drama right now between her and Nate. Right. Yeah. He came out. It was like the money thing. Cause they got offered like 200,000 for a down payment on the house. And then he just came out recently on my friend Dave Neal's podcast and said, like, she had said on like, I think it was Caitlin versus, or maybe I don't know, another one, Ashley eyes, like, Oh, I was going to donate. I don't, or I was going to donate my portion to charity. And he's like, there was like a steel clad contract basically saying like, you had to use it specifically to buy a house. So he's like, that money never reached our bank account. So yeah, there's oh. a little, I feel for her, but she has a new boyfriend. So she put, she, they did a hard oh. launch. So good for her. And I will say, I mean, I obviously, I, I hate to say one, but I was with the winemaker from Sonoma. So I spent a lot of time in Sonoma. I've spent time in Napa. Like you guys are living your best lives. Oh yeah. Actually, growing up in Arizona, I lived in New York for a while. I moved to LA when I was 19. So flashing back to Arizona days, like I was just like, get me the hell out of this frying pan of America. (laughs) I started modeling. I worked at Abercrombie at the mall and that's how I started modeling. So I was like, I'm I'm out of here. But, um, but it was so cool to spend time in Northern California. Like, you know, it's so hot here, you guys in the summer, you know what what it's like to burn yourself on the seatbelt buckle. Like, yeah. Um, so uh, I ended up at being the winner of my season to a winemaker. And I was like, yes, this sounds like amazing to, so that was 
my experience, but I love seeing you guys uh, on The Bachelor and I love that you watch. Golden Bachelor was incredible. Uh, I just watched Paradise finale last night. I'm How not, I'm kind of losing steam on it. I just, there's only so much time in the day and, but they are getting younger and younger. But I was starting to say, going back to Michelle and like you, uh, Bree, seeing the guys on the set and being like, eh, like my guys seem very Peter Panny. Like they, they pose him as this like, oh, I own a wine label and all this stuff. And then in real life, like he had like three roommates and was like totally like not ready to get married. So, and now it's even worse because that was before social media was like a thing. It was more about promoting what you were working on, but now it's like, let's get the following. Everyone wants to be an influencer. That's what like, like, that's what started to turn me off about watching the bachelor Metroid Cause yes. I used to love it. I remember your season yeah. and I used to love it, but I started the last couple of years. It got a little hard on me. Like I still will watch cause well, it's still fun. Like to see, mm-hmm. but, um, just like, I feel like people aren't there for love anymore. Well, and, but then, but no. then you also, what got me over some things was, and then I was overhearing that all the time though. Like, I, I felt know. like that was a lot with Michelle's season and Katie's season. Everything was like, well, you're not here for the right reasons. And I want to be like, yeah. well, let's go this. Is anyone at yeah. this point anymore? Right. So let's just throw that out the door and let's <laughs> make a good show. And I remember thinking like, it, then it started to be hard to watch. And then Golden Bachelor got me back into it. And I loved it. And then it was just what happens. Then we had to leave on our media tour. So I didn't get to watch the last few weeks because we went on a media tour. And then we're, we've just been gone the past three, four weeks. But it was so good. Yeah. I think they need to do The Bachelor where it should be 35 to 45. I think that would be, that would be a good, that would be a really great age. Yeah. I That'd agree. I, I 100% agree. I don't know if that they will or not, but you know, I think the younger it's harder. Like I was watching bachelor in paradise last night and the girl's like 25, like I need to get engaged tonight. And I'm thinking like, I just put myself in my shoes when I was 25 and thank God I didn't get married, but I mean, I'm not, not to be an ageist, but I'm like, it's hard for the viewers at home to be like really rooting, you know, for marriage, right. For marriage. Like I love love Island UK. I know what I'm going to get from it. Like I'm going to get a bunch of you know, hot young people, all just more about the chatting with someone pulling them for a chat and hooking up. And that's where it ends. That's just and it's that. like evenly playing ground. Yeah. But here for that and right, the same amount of men and women and all the things. So you're going to see a couple different relationships brew, but I'll yeah. say like, so if you do 35 to 45, would that be like the silver bachelor bachelor? I know. What would you call that? Cause you got the golden. The do you make it the middle? The prime time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping there's a golden bachelorette. I was thinking though, like, Older guys always date younger for the most part. So I'm like, do they need to go older, older? But um, ugh, I just hope they pick Leslie. I don't know if you watched the fat finale. I don't want to. Yeah. I hope I didn't spoil it for you. Okay. Um, no, I know what you're talking about. And I loved her. I, <sighs> I, so, I kept catching up online when I missed things. Like even when I couldn't watch a few of Artem's episodes for Dancing with the Stars, like I always watch everything online, like through like Twitter, you know, you and I, when yeah. someone posts a dance, we're like, okay, this is what they got. So either, but how great that Leslie could bring out stories with men. Like, why do you date younger? Like, yeah. why are we not good enough? Like, you know what I mean? Cause like, no one talks about that. Like old, those older men don't talk about what the insecurities of dating someone younger. And I feel like the golden bachelorette could really bring that oh, out. And that's never really been told yes. on 
television. I mean, I would, I would tune in like that. Cause I'd be like, I want to hear daddy. Like yeah. no. <laughs> way, she's a good personality. She would do that. Yeah. Like she would have no fear. Yes. And let's uh, bring you back for, um, a pillow fight with the golden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we could do something free. A, a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> you cracked me up, you guys. And Nikki, so you're married to Artem um, from Dancing with the Stars. Stars, obviously you have a son, Mateo, which is my, is yeah. my nephew's name. I oh. love the spelling of it. Um, so obviously he just, it's the finale. He danced with charity. Did you spend much time with her? I've only DM'd with her. She seems lovely. Um, um I was curious cause I know you travel a lot. You go, it seems like you're there a lot. Uh, yeah. but did you meet charity where you, were, yeah. you know, okay. I, I got to hang with her quite a bit, um, Amazing. a few times. Yeah. And Dotton, what do we think about Dotton? He's like the tallest glass of water ever. Ever. he's so tall they are so cute because I would see them a lot when um we'd all be at the same hotel and they are so cute she by the way is such an incredible person one breathtaking but also just so sweet down to earth confident um and he's so handsome I remember talking to him and I'm like oh my god his eyes he is the coolest eyes like really just, what tell me yeah. more are they like just like, like they have like brown? these you know when people you're looking at their eyes and they have all these like, like a, cool things like honey or I don't know he has a really cool color or like yeah. a sparkle you're like why are your eyes sparkling ah, you're yeah. like right <laughs> sure. like I get why charity was like and you get the final rose but um <laughs> she's been like just one of my favorites that Artem's been paired up with she they just had, they had incredible chemistry, but she was so great. And Artem just like, he just loved her and cared so much about everything they did. And, you know, I think what it was too, Charity just showed up, worked really hard, never complained and just wanted to give it her all. And yeah, she had no dance experience whatsoever. Like That is shocking to me. Cause I've been watching, I've, I've seen not every episode religiously. I'm yeah. like you, like I'll yeah. catch up on shows like if I'm getting my nails done or <laughs> something like yeah. that. But I'm at the gym like watching on Hulu or Freebie, but uh that's really nice to hear. That's yeah. that's really that's so good. Well, oh well, good for you. And you did dancing with the stars. I wondered if that's where you fell in love with him with your honey. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You know, there was, um, like, Arnim and I had incredible chemistry, and we definitely, like, I, it's funny because when I look back at it, he felt more like family to me. Like I was like, this is someone, but I get everyone saw there's a very fiery chemistry that like we couldn't, like you just have that or you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely knew like, I cared a lot about this person and it was beyond just the dancing because everyone gets like that right every season. And then you have all your mushy posts at the end of the season or Brie will always laugh about it because even when she's there, like how everyone gets, she's like every season, everyone, I I don't know what it is, but every season, everyone's all like mush ball and (laughs) it's like no one, they get culty. Like they're all like together and like no one can come in their inner circle. Like it's a really bizarre thing. But you know what it is? It's, I think why it, it is like that is not only are you with this person a lot, I think beyond that, when you go out and you're doing something out of your comfort zone and you're going to be judged on it, but like you lean on that partner a lot. Like I can't go out there and do this dance without my pro and that alone, like you're just creating this bond because you're depending on this person. And especially someone who came from my background, like I went out there and fought for myself. I was a wrestler and I, I, that was what I did. And so then coming into this other world and being a competitor, it was like, you just naturally get that bond with someone. Yeah. And I think it's quality time you spend. We were just talking to some twins from twin love and they was just saying how close all the twins are. And I think cause they had three weeks of just really great quality time mm-hmm. and they're all on. Yeah. And he's like, we're all just so connected and I, I do believe, like, I think to, in today's world, we really take quality time for granted, you know, because a lot of times your phones are put away, right? With like, yeah, they're doing and you're in it. Well, they're taken away. You're forced to connect yeah. with people, whether it's on a dating show, dancing show, whatever it may be. And you realize in life, that's so important. Yeah. I really want to work on that. You guys, I'm actively working on that. Like I have a friend who like just like deleted Instagram, but like she still has it, but like really is inspiring to me. Like she like is ever like the most present person. Like when we do like little girl get togethers, I'm just like envious of that because I like started finding myself reaching for my phone a lot and part of it's work, but part of it's like just habitual, right? Like, and that's, that is so true. Mom told me. Because I was like you. And what I realized is I was spreading myself thin, but I was writing texts or emails as I was walking, maybe watching the kids or doing something. So it's not Mm -hmm. even like I was giving quality to what I was doing, even though I felt like all day I was giving. So my mom goes, you need to sit down by yourself at a desk or if it's in your bedroom, door shut and give one hour to your emails and your text messages, writing people back. Like, and I was like, you're right. So I started doing, I go, I couldn't believe how much better I felt not only being a mom, being present with my kids, mm-hmm. but then just the way I was writing things back and under reading, actually like sitting down and reading and understanding. Yeah. And it, I really just started with a, an hour a day, which when you think about that, that's not a lot. And if I can give more time to my kids in that day of my present time, that's the world to them. And then yeah. it was the world to me to just get one hour to myself to like, okay, I'm going to do a little social media right now. I'm going to do a little email. Who do I need a text back? 
And um, I actually feel more productive than ever and more sane in a way that I don't feel like, oh yeah. my gosh, like, what did I do today? But I feel like I did everything. Like, I actually know what I did in a day, yeah. you know? Totally. That's really, that's inspiring. I think that I'm going to try that. I might even try to do like a little break over the holidays just to like test myself, you know? It's like, I know you guys always talk about moderation, but quality time, it is the season, you know, tis yeah. the season. And I I have my phone stripped of me, my family stripped of me when I filmed The Bachelor for two and a half months. I actually felt a little crazy. I came back and I was like, I, I mean, I couldn't even watch TV or the news. We weren't even allowed to buy like Us Weekly magazines in the in the airport. I came back and wow. actually this is like going to age me, but whatever. Uh, Jessica Simpson was pregnant with her kid. And I was looking in a magazine. I said to my sister, well, Jessica Simpson got really big. And she's like, Courtney, <laughs> she's pregnant. Like I just little things that like po- so politics funny. stuff. Right? Like I had no clue what was going on in, in the world. I was like completely shut off. So Which yeah. is actually probably it was probably so nice. You probably felt but, lighter. Yeah, it, I did. I think that's how you fall in love. And then the helicopters and the picnics and the charcuterie that doesn't hurt. 100%. And the thought of living in Sonoma with a winemaker. But uh, and by the way, we didn't have a two drink minimum. So that got me into trouble because I was the villain. Whoops. But anyway, uh, you're not one. But you were a good villain. You weren't a bad one. You were just sometimes like, I feel like villains. In reality television, when you speak your mind and you stick to your truth, and you're a they, villain yeah, and you shouldn't be that way. Right. Yeah. So you guys, thank you. I want, I all right. I know is I want you guys in my corner. Had you guys been there? I wonder what you guys would have been like on The Bachelor if you would have been the villain. They've only had like, I think one or two sets of twins, but even if just one of you went, because I know you guys have that like fighter in you. I don't For know. Sure. Was it you, Nikki, like- in your book, you talked about like how you could get a little explosive and like. You smack somebody once, I mean, off the, yeah. off the wrestling <laughs> mat. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I think I would probably be a villain, but not in a physical way. I think in a way, like I would just, I would, especially at a young age, I was very strong and confident and I didn't care about what people thought. And so I think if you threw me there, I'd be like, um, here for one reason and I already have my best friends not here to make more. So I'm good. Um, I do respect all people, but then when people like, you know, you have that line when people yes. cross over that is when I like, I'll let it happen a little bit. And then I have my point where I'm like, okay, now it's not okay. And then I get very stern. Which, Dang. I know. I was like, yeah, you probably would be a villain. Yeah. They would hear it a lot. Stern and that doesn't like translate on camera that well, but I got like heated. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Once they crossed the line, it was like, well, I'm going to show you why you're not going to cross it again. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I was at especially if you have like people like saying lies about you, but that's doing that whole thing. thing. That's a good thing. I feel yeah. Like. yeah. like I feel like I would have been well one if there's not a drink minimum, I would have went in Brie mode. <laughs> Okay, Brie, I've been dying to ask you because I wanted to ask you a question about WWE. And my husband is a massive uh, fan of WWE, but he's like his one of his good friends brought a shirt for his wife that said Brie mode. So can you tell the listeners what is Brie mode? I need this in my life. Yes. So on reality television, on Total Divas, Total Bellas, Brie mode was definitely my alter ego when I got drunk. Mm. Which was always a good time. So Never Brie a bad Mo time. came from high school, by the way. Yeah, I mean, sure days. 
because <laughs> when we did drink at some parties, I would just look at her and I just saw the eye change and the attitude change. And I was like, oh boy, here we here go. Here we go. Green <laughs> mode because I would just be like, here but we I go, guys. Wild. I never got mean. I was no, just like, it's wild. Wild. Like, Very entertaining, but not wild. And then I can, rela- I can relate. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, so when so it is, so when we had on the reality show and Brie mode became wildly popular, very WWE was like, well, it's about drinking. How do we bring that into the ring? And I thought, you know, as, especially cause we were baby faces when it first was happening, I was like, it can be when I get like pumped up in my match, like that time when I'm hitting my comeback, like Brie mode activated. So then I knew to translate the fun, crazy brief from the reality show into my match is when I was getting fired up. Mm-hmm. So when I'd scream like Brie mode and get everyone worked up, but to not today, I mean, yesterday oh. we were at Disneyland and this guy walked by with a beard and he's like, like oh. I mean, I'll never forget like times we'd be <laughs> out and people wouldn't even know we were there drinking. And we'd hear like in different parts of the bar, people cheersing, going Brie mode and didn't even know we were there. They were just doing it as a group and it became so and my husband doesn't drink he's been sober his whole life dated somebody for two years who was sober and it was fine I didn't drink I drank less because I felt guilty drinking around him oh for sure that's how I am but But like when you get a little free modey he's probably you probably feel a little bit like oh shit I gotta turn the volume down we thought (laughs) one time on a European tour when we were wrestling overseas and he like literally kind of shook his head because I all of a sudden like did this. The Usos like dared me to do an interpretive <laughs> dance. So I did one and I thought it was a flower blooming. And I remember he shook his head. He got up and he left. And he goes, I don't really ever want to see you drink again. I was like, well, you're messy now. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in the, in the morning after that. Oh, he'll shake my head and do stuff like to just be like, <laughs> I don't know. And he's very confused. He goes, why do people drink to feel like shit the next day? I'm like, cause it was so much fun in the moment. He goes, but to feel yes. so bad the next day. I'm like, I know it doesn't make sense, but you know, we do it. <laughs> oh, it's like best too. When you wake up and you're like, God, that was so worth it. Like I had so yeah. much fun. I, I, we have a mutual girlfriend who just went up to your wine room and, uh, in Napa. And she, by the way, is like a wine sommelier. And I was like, tell me, was the wine really good? She, she would li- yeah. lie. Like she wouldn't lie to me. And she's like, Courtney, I thought it was going to be shit, but she's like, it is so good. Oh, yeah. And she had the best time ever, but oh, like we just had our- oh, she is so much fun. And I love, I just love her, but we just had our girls gift exchange and they were all, I I'm not drinking. I'm having my sparkling water and my coffee, but they, I, Every year we do it and it's so much fun. It's not a, like a white elephant gift. It's like, we actually buy like things that you'd want. Like we oh, have like, nice. a, it goes up each year. I think this year's was like a $60 limit, but I was like, man, I can't tear it down with you guys. I, they went out after I left. And, uh, but the next day I just were in a group text and just seeing the comments about the hangovers and, but oh, it's just so much fun. And you're like, this was so worth it. You know? Yeah, totally. For sure. Oh. I mean, my 40th birthday night. Did maple and ash. Oh, and then uh, yeah, we actually started up state. No, forty-four eight. No, state forty-four or ocean forty-four. No. no, it's at Civic Center. Hmm. Um, it's like the hour? greatest martinis. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I think maybe where uh, I know what you're talking about. I think that's Carrie's favorite place in downtown Scottsdale. Um, yes. 
It's yeah. the best espresso martini I've ever had. Really? But we ended up dancing at Casamigos <laughs> or somewhere <laughs> weird. And I'm like, what the heck? But we had the greatest time ever. But <laughs> totally worth it. Were you a little dusty the next day? Oh, for sure. Well, actually, it wasn't that bad because I'm one of those. I get to a place and then all of a sudden I tell myself, like, do I want to feel bad tomorrow? So then I start drinking water and I still feel the buzz. Like I've okay, good. Yeah. And her and I are really big. We always say half the alcohol. Yeah. We go out with cocktails, always half the alcohol. Yeah. We always get a margarita. We always say half the alcohol because we're fast drinkers. So So that is, and I'm like a wine drinker. Like last year I started drinking like vodka sodas though. And they just go down like so quick. So half the alcohol, that's a really good tip. Yeah. You'll feel like you're crazy, but you're like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You do the math. Um, That is so awesome. Well, I wanted to ask you about WWE. Uh, You guys exited from WWE and you lost the Bella name and now you guys are going by Garcia. And I know you've probably been asked about this left and right. Um, So you're going by Garcia now. So is Bella gone forever? Was that like a network thing? Like, because they kind of owned that. I mean, did that Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, yes, Bella is gone forever. And I guess never say never in a way. But um, Bella is gone. You know, it was hard on Nikki and I. We knew that our like that we weren't aligned with WWE anymore. We are so grateful for our time there. We love everything that we accomplished there and what we did. But, you know, we got to a point where we were just tired of being owned. And we're like, you know what? We want our freedom. We're going to be 40. We want to be able to say yes and no to what we want. We don't want a company to say yes or no for us. Um, But so when we decided to leave, unfortunately, because WWE owns IP, the Bella Twins, like we thought we could have a meeting and be like, all right, let's talk about this. How do we keep the Bellas and keep Mm -hmm. going? But unfortunately, when you leave WWE, um, your name stays. But you know what? For her and I, it was a blessing in disguise in the sense there's nothing better than going back to your roots. Mm-hmm. We've always felt like the Garcia twins. It's always who we've been. I mean, yeah. you went to Arcadia with Shepra. We're always known as Garcias. And the one thing for us is that we, when we got that, we felt so empowered because yeah. this, we're like, this is who we are. Right. And yeah. this is what we represent. And that feeling actually was really great for us. We were more worried about the Bella army because we were like, we don't think they're ready for this. We've been preparing ourselves and we were actually more worried about our fan base, but you know, it's one of those things that in life, like, you know, you go on these different journeys and you need a really big obstacle to kind of light a fire under your ass to be like, all right, rub your hands together and be like, so what are we going to conquer this decade as the Garcia twins? And so we do, we have a fire under our ass and we have just a lot of things, you know, Nikki's killing out on Barmageddon. We have Bye. twin love, mm-hmm. and we have so many projects we want to work on. And there's so many things that we really want to accomplish that it kind of just felt like this refresh restart for us. Yeah. And it's a really great feeling. Right. And, and to touch on that, it's, it's, you know, you don't see that in our industry, right? The minute that in entertainment and whole, you're known as something like that's what you are your entire career. And so it, that's to me where the empowerment part kicked in so much to show people that you can be who you are and own fully you. And 
like people like us, we all understand it because we understand entertainment and understand what that means to own your likeness and to own your IP and get to make decisions on your behalf. And that was really big for Brie and I. And I think especially in this day and age that if you're not aligned morally or with your values or energetically with something that it's amazing to take a step back and be like, well, now we get to be us and get to do things as, as us. And even though that was, it, it's like watching yourself grow up. Like that was uh-huh. me for two decades right. and I'm, I'm afraid to lose her. But I look back at Nikki Bella and she'll always be a part of me. And I, and I look at it as like, now I'm the next decade going to be the next decade of me as the Garcia, but Nikki's always here and is always this, like, that's what Brie and I talk about. The beauty of it is they were names. Bella actually came from my grandfather. So Brie and I came up with the name, the Bella twins and Nikki Bella and Brie Bella. That was in WWE, but then you sign it off, but because that's what he would call us. And so what I think is so beautiful is for so long, we got to embrace and put on a pedestal or Italian culture. And now we get to do our Mexican culture. And my dad wrote me the cutest text the other day of just, cause I was um, doing something on the voice and you know, they are like a Nikki Garcia and you see my name and just what he's been seeing on Barmageddon. And he goes, can't tell you how proud it makes me. And he goes, I know this may be silly, but he goes, I am a Garcia and you girls have always been Garcias. And like, when I see that name now up on the TV screen, it's like, he goes, it gives me this feeling of just like, like just extreme happiness and like the representation you're giving. And he went on and on and it was so cute. And it made me so happy because I was like, it actually is super important to have that and have that representation to be like, here we are. And to make my dad happy because I get how men, especially like oh yeah, present their name and honor it. It's like, and especially for those generations, there's a lot like my dad's first generation American, right. his family comes from Mexico. And like, so to see it be used in that way, like they are all farmers and they're hard workers. Like they, they've all had very rough lives and it's not been easy for my dad's side whatsoever. And so it's like so cute. Cause they all just, they all were at the bar and they're like, she uh, made it. I got videos. I got videos. Yeah. So it's like, it's more than what people I got in the video. <laughs> yeah. I've gone. I got the WhatsApp apps from him. Oh yeah. Like oh. it meant so much to a lot of people, which is meant a lot to us. I mean, think of when we were getting stopped all the time at Disneyland. Oh, for sure. You know, so it's it it's been more than I could imagine of changing our name. Well, that's really well said. And I it's like shedding like this part of you, but still embracing it and you're very much like family oriented, both of you that comes across in everything you do. And my husband's um, Mexican. Uh, my last name now is Preciado. And uh, he went to Cactus. And uh, <laughs> yeah, his name's Umberto. And uh, but I'm also Italian. So I'm like, oh, I'm a spicy Latina now. Like, ever since we got married. Since we got married. But um, that's, that's really cool. And that's really well said. And I'm I'm so excited for you. And like, also just to like, have your, your father, like, I know my, uh, father-in-law like we're having another boy and he's like oh the name lives on you know it it does the cult culturally like it really does like is a profound thing so that's really cool totally yeah with my son Mateo like in a heartbeat there's a tradition in the in the Russian culture where you take your father's name and if you're a boy you add Vich to it and so Artem he's Vladimir Vladimir is his middle name and now uh, Mateo's um, Arthunovich 
And like, like, you're sure you're okay with that tradition? I'm like 100% because I know what it means to him and his family, even to me, how cool to have that. Um, But it's so true with men to carry that on. They just love it. Absolutely. And I get it. Even when I got married, my, I changed my middle name to my maiden name. So it's Courtney Robertson Preciado. I just lost Nicole, which was my, (laughs) my middle name. But um, so last WWE question, and this one is for my husband. There's so many celebrities that are obsessed with WWE. And I'm sure you've got many celebrity encounters, maybe another time. But my husband is a major uh, stone cold I was going to say, he's like, will you ask them if they have any stories or encounters with them? He grew up, yeah. he's like a massive fan. I actually have oh, a good one. Oh, me too. We have, have a bunch. This is for my husband who's taking Tell your your husband kids. one. He's an amazing guy. Amazing. Stone Cold. Just, and he just cares not only so much about wrestling, but about <laughs> the talent and the people who like put in the hard work to wrestling. But we had just signed with WWE. This was 2007. And we're in the developmental program. And um, WrestleMania was in Orlando. Is the yeah. story you were going to tell? Yes. And it was the after party for WrestleMania that for all the talent. So all of us developmental kids. I actually think it was just a get together the night before WrestleMania for people who weren't. Are you sure? It was a so, smaller oh. get together they were kicking us out of. Oh. So um, we all went We to like, you know, it's for talent. And like, so we're like thinking like, oh, we're developmental work with WWE so we go in and then and it's like talent WWE talent and we get kicked out who how many of us like six of us no but at that point it was just you and I standing there that got kicked out oh was yeah oh you're right and he came out and he was so bothered by it and like you have to think we were like scared and like oh my god should we break rules like we didn't know yeah and how he was and he didn't know us. He, he knew told we yeah, the person who was kicking us out. He was like, wait, what? why are you doing that? And then was told, he goes, no, no, no. They all are hardworking talent. They're going to come in and enjoy drinks with all of us yeah. too. Like made us like all the group of us, like an equal to him. And I remember Bree and I, cause I think we were there the long, like, and you've been, I, we were in identical dresses. <laughs> I don't, oh my God. So amazing. <laughs> oh like, I will never forget that. <laughs> Because like one, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. So yeah, like and he's like, he could easily been like, sorry guys, private event, and we wouldn't have thought twice about it. But he literally told the person off and was like, I know. And it's true, like developmental talent work really hard, and like he wanted to make sure they all were enjoying everything too. And like, how cool of that for someone who didn't even know people, and he didn't have just to do show that, right? true colors. Yeah, he's someone oh, yeah. who's really cool. Like he's just. So Obviously handsome, super hot. Yeah, I was say is super, he? He's <laughs> super hot. Yeah. For sharing that. And I want to talk about your podcast and where people can find you guys. Label, everybody go up to nap. They can go to your wine tasting room, right? Yes. Well, well not yet. Not yet. It soon will be appointment only. So yeah. if you just stay following Brie and I, um, we're just okay. waiting to have certain licenses before we can. Oh, open. sorry. Let's delete that. Oh. We don't want people showing up. Give us the wine. So I'm loving your podcast. I've I've listened to a bunch of them. Are you enjoying doing it? Uh, tell us a little bit of, about your podcast. And now you're doing going to be doing two a week. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you can find the Nikki and Bree show wherever you get your podcast. We um, drop episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and pretty much it's happy hour with Nikki and I. We talk about anything and everything: motherhood, relationships, pop culture. You know, just 
spiritual situations that go on in our lives and everything and everything. I love your mindful. Yeah. At the end of it. So good. You guys. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, the great thing is, is we do have our wine called Bonita Bonita. You can follow us um, on our IG stories and also bonitabonitawine.com. We are going to be opening a speakeasy in 2024, which we're super excited. And then follow us on Instagram, Nikki Garcia, and then at Brie. And Brie. make sure to binge Twin Love. It's yes. on Prime Video and Prime Freebie. And you're and not going to want to bread it. And Barmageddon, Monday nights. Oh, you guys are serious powerhouses. Honestly, your work ethic is inspiring and you're down to earth. And also what you're doing for the, the planet Earth. I know all of that. And also your book. I, I will... I'll talk about that um, on my intro, but I was so impressed by your book. You guys were like just very open and vulnerable. Everybody go to get that. It was uh, incomparable. So you can, you guys can take over the world. So thank you so much. (laughs) You should do it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast. Oh, thank thank you so much. And that's a wrap on 2023. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Nikki and Brie Garcia. Thanks, girls, for coming on. They were open books. So much fun. And I hope to see you girls in Arizona. I'll have some wine with you when I can have some. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson. And this has been After Reality. We'll see you next year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.